Welcome back to yet another episode of Par 71 on Tunnel Vision Sports. I am your host, Matt Lasserre. Short episode today, but to start off, the Candace Bank Houston Open last week. One of my picks has finally hit again. I had Tony Finau, if you remember from last week, I had Tony Finau as one of my picks to win this week, or last week now, I guess, and he did. Tony Finau has been great to start off the season. I mean, he has won three of his last seven starts. He has won after in his first, like, 200, only winning twice. It seems like it's finally coming together for Tony. Great to see. He's one of the best guys on tour that everyone knows about. He can hit a long way. He's a fun player to watch because of that. A really funny quote I saw today, earlier today, before I recorded this. He goes, yeah, uh, I went up to my ball, had a nice crowd around there, and then I just let out the biggest fart I've ever heard. So that just gives you the kind of sense of what kind of person Tony Finau is. He's a fun, outgoing person. He has good family. He- Tony Finau is a guy that you really want to see win. He doesn't do anything out of the ordinary he's just a good funny guy a good funny guy that everyone loves to watch play golf again hits it hits it farther than most people on tour which makes it even that much more fun to watch him now that we talked about that we can jump into the data golf stats that we normally do this time we actually have numbers so tony finau won with 16 under four strokes above tyson alexander there in second uh you also had ben taylor at 11 under and then alex norin at eight the next big name down there is gary woodland adam hadwin adam hadwin at seven under gary woodland at six joel Dahman also at six and justin rose there at six under as well even jason day shot five under and finished tied for 16th so you had a pretty good field that going in there and another person i forgot to mention who tied for ninth at six under was world number two scotty scheffler so again really good field and tony feet really just dominated it as you can uh, you can tell his biggest thing that he gained over the field this week, well, it looks like it was tee to green at plus 2.67 and strokes gained approach at plus 1.33 and strokes gained putting at plus 1.98. Let's see, the, who, the leader of strokes gained putting was Mackenzie Hughes at 5 under with plus 2.12 strokes gained putting and then Tony Finau was right below him. So we're looking very good for Tony Finau in a sense of putting, even though that's not what he's known for, right? He is known for the long ball and that is what everyone knows him for everyone will always know him for let's go look at his last few events so in his last few weeks we won the 3m open and the candace bank houston open the improvements and in between i see the bmw championship not sure what else he played in that's uh, not really coming up on here his distance was actually down from normal his better weeks and distance are plus 20 on his winning weeks in the 3m open and the candace bank houston open is plus 11.7 this past week in houston and the 3m open was at plus 7.1 so he really wasn't driving it as long as he normally does but just the total strokes gain of all of them so much higher if you want to look at the real difference, like last year at the Houston Open, he could not punt for 
anything to save his life. And with a gun pointed to his head, he was not making a putt. He lost 1.64 strokes in last year's Houston Open, which is very interesting. He also did a lot better on the approach side of things. And his other events that he does not win, he's gaining less than a stroke there, but still gaining some on the approach shots. But on his winning weeks, the 3M Open and the Houston Open, he had plus 1.76 at the 3M and plus 1.3 at the Houston. I think the biggest thing, the biggest factor was putting. Definitely was his putting. I mean, even looking at events when he was struggling to win, even in, so the 2019 BMW Championship on here, he lost strokes putting, still got fourth. A 2019 PGA Championship, lost strokes putting, got tied 64th. 2020 Arnold Palmer Invitational, lost 2.4, that's a lot, 2.4 strokes putting and missed the cut. So if you look at this, his putting has to be the biggest thing just from being young and not being able to win to now. Like by far, just looking at his putting. This week at the Houston Open was by far his best week putting he has ever had on tour. The closest is the 2018 PGA Championship where he just tied for 42nd and had plus 1.7 strokes gained putting. It's really just amazing to see where he's come. Like it's, it's very clear that putting was the difference here. Just looking at past events. He's finally putting well. He's doing good. He's not just the long ball hitter now. He is an all-around good golfer, and he is someone we should be worried about soon. He's number 12 in the world, um, the World Golf Ranking right now, and 17th in the FedEx Cup, and he is someone who could easily win a major. I mean, this is around the time of year in the next few months uh, is when Scotty Schiffer got hot last year and then went on to win the Masters, right? Tony Finau is kind of coming down that path a little bit. Maybe a little bit too early, but he's there. He's going to be contending for majors a lot more than we are used to seeing, and that's great. I don't think anybody would be opposed to Tony Finau winning his first major at all. I think it would be great for the sport. I think he's a great ambassador for the game. It would be very, very good. Other than that, let's go see how Scotty Scheffler did this week, world number two. He's got a, yet another top 10. On the opposite side of things, his problem this week was putting. So Scotty Scheffler actually lost 0.53 strokes putting. All the rest of his game was fine. He gained a lot of strokes everywhere else, right? He, uh, so he gained strokes approach, not many, but plus 0.74, OTT plus 0.6. And total gain plus 2.17 strokes gain. And, and then in distance, plus 7.8. His accuracy was plus 0%. So didn't lose anything, but also didn't gain anything. I mean, clearly he's always there. He still hasn't, like, he's only had one bad performance this year, and that was a few weeks ago when Rory took over the world number one spot. I don't know what else to say. Scotty Scheffler is going to be here for a while, and he's going to be good for a while. Get used to it, because he's probably going to win another major. Maybe not this year again. It's hard to win majors on majors on majors. Like, when people were doing it, like, you think, like, oh, wow, they're so good. But you don't realize how hard, how, like, actually hard that is to do. Um, obviously, there's only, there's a reason why many people don't do it. Most golfers don't even come away with a major. So winning multiple is extremely hard, and that's why only the best do it. I think Scotty Scheffler will soon be up in those ranks. I don't know if people, like, golf media, people really want that to happen. Because Scotty Scheffler, in general, he's a boring person. Let's just admit that here. He doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. He doesn't do anything fun and cool like the spring break that Jordan, Ricky, and Smiley, and JT used to go on. It's just, like, he's a normal person. He goes back home. Home. He plays cards with his wife. He hasn't bought a new truck or a new car in a long time, even after winning all this money and having endorsement deals. He doesn't really do anything. He's just a good golfer and a good rounded human being. Like he's a great person, great guy, and someone I do want to see keep competing or keep competing on a high level. That's all I got for the Houston Open. Before we get into this week's RSM Classic, we have a lot of news on Tiger Woods uh, other than the match. He will be competing three straight weeks. He'll be playing at the Hero World Challenge, the match. I forget what the other one was, but he is playing in the Hero World Challenge, which is, let's see when that is. And that is an event hosted by Tiger in Albany down in the Bahamas. It's not really a real event, but it's kind of for fun and it's in a nice course. 
Uh, it is November 28th, so that is coming up here in like two weeks. We see Tiger Woods coming back. Again, good to see Tiger back out here. This is will be a real test if he can walk and do all this. He hasn't been able to do that. He hasn't played in a normal PGA Tour event in a while. It's, it's sad to see, but I don't think he physically can play this much. I think he will really, in general, only be playing majors. The only PGA Tour events, like, like I said, he played in last year were three majors, and he, one of those was not the U.S. Open. And then he had to pull out of the PGA Championship because he couldn't walk the final round, and he was like in last place, so it didn't really matter. Uh, Tiger doesn't play with a marker. That's the way Tiger is. That's the way he, he's done it. He's too high. He, he's too above us to do that. But it's uh, it's great to see Tiger back. It's, it'll be great to see him playing. Uh, I, again, I will not... Nobody should have high expectations for Tiger. Just be happy he's playing and be happy you get to see him play on TV because I don't think we are going to be able to see that for much longer. And that has been my message with Tiger throughout this whole comeback ever since his car accident. There's just... Don't expect him to win. Just be happy you get to see him play. Right? Like, he, that's all you can be for. And with that being said... We go into, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. I told you guys this is going to be a short episode. Well, I guess we've gotten used to short episodes. We should start calling this a 10-minute golf rundown. It's just hard to talk about golf, especially when I'm by myself. I need to get some guests on here, get a get a partner to do this with me. But yeah, from 15 down like always for the RSM Classic. Well, let's get started. Alex Smalley. Smalley or Smalley? Not sure. JJ Spawn, Aaron Raj, Patrick Rogers, Danny McCarthy, Justin Rose, Joel Dahman, Kevin Kisner, Jason Day, Keith Mitchell, Tom Hoagie, Brian Harmon, Mackenzie Hughes, Seamus Power, and Tony Finau. My, I'm not going to go with Tony Finau. They, uh, these are wrong because Tony Finau just recently withdrew uh, from the RSM Classic yesterday, or I'm recording this on Wednesday, so it'll be Tuesday he withdrew. Um, they didn't update him, so Tony Finau's out. I was not going to pick him anyway because I don't. it's hard to win back-to-back -back weeks. I would never bet on something like that. I like Jason Day or Kevin Kisner this week. I think that Jason Day, clearly he's playing well. He played well last week. He finished in the top 10 or just outside. He's finally coming back. Like it, This is the description it says here. Continues to pile onto an impressive sequence. Since missing the cut at Silverado, he's finished tied 8th, tied 11th, tied 21st, tied 16th, and 14 sub 70. No stranger to that here at the RSM Classic when he shot 69, 67, 67, 65 to tie 12th in 2020. I think it's finally his time. I think it's finally his time for it to be back in the spotlight. I love Jason Day this week. Love it. And I'm not even going to give any other picks because I love Jason Day so much. Other than Kevin Kisner. I just like Kevin Kisner. I think he's really funny. Um, Kevin Kisner has the RSM all-time earnings leader, has a win in 2015 and 2020, and four top 10s and 11 tries. Those are the two picks for this week, and I think it's very clear that those are the best two picks for this week. Played well recently. Kevin Kisner's played well here before. What else do you want me to say? And that's all we have for this short episode of Par 71. I hope you guys have a good one. See you next Thursday.